Up, up in the way, dick in your mouth, fuck what you say. You sweet as pie, I'm off in the cake. Dick on I'm out, I'm fucking her face. Live for the night, sleep in the day. You're high as fuck, sleep it away. I am a dog, you should keep in the gate. Pussy, mm, how sweet is the taste? Guns to your head, what you keep in the safe? I was confused, that guy with Wesley Snipes. I don't know why. I am 50 cent. Yo, Wesley Snipes in uh, True Story, you know that, that new Netflix series with Kevin Hart? And yes. Wesley Snipes? Yes. He looks mad old. Yes. So old in that show. Do you like that show? Was I it do. good to you? I do. I banged with it. I, uh... You watch it? I saw, like, 15 minutes of it. Oh, no, you gotta watch a lot of it. I just... I don't know. I gotta get over the whole... The show's about Kevin Hart, and Kevin Hart is basically who he is in real life, except they gave... They nicknamed him Kid. And... The Kid. The joke is different. It's just like, okay. You know, it's just kind of... I don't know. I don't really fuck with Kevin Hart that much. It's so not really it's like, a joke, though. I, I'm not saying it's a joke or whatever the fuck it is that made him all the money. I'm just saying that it's hard for me to get interested in a protagonist I don't particularly like. Oh, you don't like Kevin Hart? I don't dislike him. I just, I don't think I'd watch a show about Kevin Hart or starring him. That's it. But you don't even know the plot. It, it's not really about the show as much as that he's in it. I just have people I don't want to see. On the screen all the time. He's one of them. Interesting. Is it interesting? I think it is. I think when you put, like... It'd be one thing if you said, oh, I can't see Kevin Hart in, like, a serious film, which makes sense, because I don't like to see characters in, like, different... Like, James Krasinski, watching him in... Uh, a Quiet Place. No, not even. Not even. I've never even seen that movie. Watching him in The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi... 13 hours the secret soldiers of Benghazi. He was in the movie? Yeah, bro. Jim? Jim yeah, I'm not Jim gonna lie. From the I'm not gonna lie. He went crazy in that movie. Full beard, looked a little ripped, had a fucking Glock in his hand. I was like, I'll shoot your motherfucking head off. Oh. Watch yourself. Was he believable? Yeah. Yeah, because Jim has that like I always thought this in the office. Jim was like the quiet type. Yeah. But you never want to see Jim really mad. Oh. You know, he's so this like, is like Jim and his alter egos. Yeah, this like is like Jim, Jim being like what is this? What's his real name? James Krasinski. James Krasinski. Something like that, yeah. I saw A Quiet Place. It wasn't... <laughs> he didn't, like, wow me in that movie. I he, can't you know he wrote a... and directed that? Yes. I just... I don't know. It was good. You know his wife is the other main actor? Emily. No, I did not know Emily that. Blunt. That's yeah. his wife? Yeah, it's his wife. Oh, yeah. shit. They're actually mad cute together. Because she's British. He don't need no Pam no more. Nope. She's British and he just be making fun of her all day. It's, mad. it's actually mad funny. But yeah, no, I could I could definitely see, oh, I don't like to see that actor because he played such a vital role in this show and it was like, it's completely different from what this is. So I get that. Because like, I personally could never see like a, I don't know, like a Steve Carell in like anything else, right? I've seen Steve Carell in Mad Movies. But I've He's, seen Steve Carell in Mad Movies and I like him, but that was before I saw The Office. he just plays a different version of Michael Scott. Yes. It's just him being ridiculous. Yes. Like, what was exactly. it? Uh, Pink Panther. Bro. There was that other movie where he was a spy and he kept fucking shit up. Oh, Get like, Smart with Anne Hathaway? Get Smart, Great yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. I love that movie. It's like, bro, it's... It's dumb. He's, it's he's, dumb. He's been doing this shit for years. But you know what's crazy? Big Short. He went crazy. Yes. Big Short. He went fucking. Did you know crazy that the first two seasons of the first two seasons of The Office, Steve Carell was pretty much an unknown actor. He didn't get hot until My Forty uh, Year Old Virgin, which came out in like season two of The oh, Office. Yeah, so he was pretty much unknown until The Forty Year Old Virgin. Then that hit, and then they were like, "Oh shit, he's in The Office too!" And then they realized, "Oh, this man's going crazy in The Office." And then that was his that was his thing. And then he wow. got all these breaks. When did the office yeah. I thought the office was 05. Uh I don't really know what year it was. Season two came out in like 07. That's what Something I'm like saying. Forty year old virgin didn't come out to like 07, 08. You're lying. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Office started in 2005. Okay. Went till 2013. When was the 40 year version came out? That was like 02. Something like that. It is a 2005 movie. There it is. So he just started on a run. Yeah, so season one then. Season one, season two. Wow, when was Get Smart? Get Smart was like 2013. Had to be. Had to be. 2008. Oh, wow. Wow, really? That oh, movie looked great was for 2008. A, he was on a run. Yeah. 
He was on a run. Mm-hmm. Wow, look at him with the beard now. He looks mad good. Oh, Steve Carell aged beautifully. Look at this guy. With the salt and pepper beard? You yeah. can just tell he's not racist. He might be on, into some creepy shit in the bedroom, but You can he's tell not he's not racist because he aged beautifully. And racist people age disgustingly. Correct. All right, here we go. Oh, wow. Everything he did is a bag. The Office. Incredible bag. Boom, boom. 40-year-old version. Big bag. Despicable me. Giant bag yeah like i know everybody wants to do cool shit and blah 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 in like every genre every industry but me i like going the way that's like low pressure big bag feel me like oh you did despicable me yeah it's a funny joke until you realize how much money despicable me fucking made in the box office and how many kids have despicable me t-shirts dude fuck a t-shirt talk about the the little minion things you kidding me you know me you know me little minion things i saw running around you know how many people were did you see that video this halloween of a, a dude walking into a frat house dressed as like the steve carell character Groot? i, I forget not Groot. uh grew or something like that no way. and the whole frat house were the minions no yeah bro like that's the president fire. was grew and everybody else was minions that's fine and as he walked in in the movie i don't know if you've seen the movie no okay when the movie Every time Gru walks in... You really thought I saw that movie? It's a great kids movie, bro. It's a nice feel-good. Right, anyway, Gru walks in. Every time he walks into like the office or the lab or whenever they start to talk about like their evil plans before he turns good by adopting the three kids, like they go crazy. It's like he's a superstar about to perform a concert. And they like reenacted the scene, and it was like 50 brothers. You have to find me and ETT uh, that clip. Yeah, Because that's fire. I was like, yo... All right, now I'm about to tell you some crazy shit. All right. This is what I do on ETT. I just recite numbers. Despicable Me gross. $543 million. Despicable Me 2, 2013. $970.76 million. Despicable Me 3. I forgot that was a 3. June 30th, 2017. A Billy. Really? Nigga? And I had to say nigga after that because I just know that's what the minions would have said. They could talk. <sighs> oh shit. A Billy nigga. Oh shit. A I'm not gonna Billy. Lie to you. Up until after two A bit a billion. Up until after Despicable Me Too, didn't know he was crew. Grew. Whatever the guy's name was. A Billy nigga. Yeah, he was Do like you know how much that is. He was like, it was for in that movie. Fucking Little Pac-Mans with modifications. A Billy. With one eyes. With No, did they have one eye? The motherfuckers no, had one eye. Some one eye and a big-ass <laughs> mouth. Some of them had one. They couldn't even speak English. It was like yelling they random things. They didn't even things. fucking talk. They just ran around and made noise. A Billy. Side note, these Hess commercials have been going on since I was like four. I used to get a Hess to, uh, toy every Christmas. Every Christmas. Every Christmas. Easily top-tier gift. Ooh, we should rank Christmas gifts we've gotten for Christmas, a Christmas pod. I don't even remember that. But we could do that. Huh? I don't even remember my gifts, honestly, but we could do that. I'll have to go back into the archives of my memories. <laughs> I can remember my gifts. There's a lot of disappointment. I was going to say, I feel like I sh- shooed a lot of them away because I didn't really remember anything because they weren't that good. Yes, correct. So See, like, ah. that's the thing about growing up West Indian. You ask for what you want for Christmas and you know you have a one in seven chance. You better ask for if one that. thing you want. And if you if the prices is going crazy on the list, it might just be none of the above. I was going to say, you can't give them like four or five things where it's like 300 plus. No. Because then you're not getting anything. No. Because then it's like you were, you wanted to be ungrateful. You thought I could afford all this. Now you get nothing. They might take away stuff for you. You think we're rich? Nah, yeah. I could <laughs> Now never. you have less. I could never. Yo, I'm saying, bro, I feel like that that, that directly correlates to my head spending habits now you just buy shit because you're like i never was able to get this bro I, my parents never bought me a pair of cakes over like a buck <laughs> 20 right the most expensive thing Facts. my parents ever bought me on my feet was like my mom bought me some ugg boots there was like 200 and i wore them shits for like <sighs> shit i wore them shits for like seven years oh that boy 200 well spent. Bro, those boots are the best boots I've ever owned. They were always comfortable, always warm, and they went through every weather. I wore them shits, beat them up in high school, wore them through college because they still fit. This is one of the best investments I've ever made in my life. My parents bought me a lot of uh, coats while I was in, while we were still in New York, and I love that. 
Um, but when I went to Florida and we didn't really need any coats anymore, it was like just shorts and t-shirts. I th- I don't think I remember any of those shorts and t-shirts because I was like, this is just a t-shirt. Like, it's just a pair of shorts. <laughs> like, I'm not that. It's all right. You know? After a while, those things become just regular. Uh, yeah. I feel that. But yeah, I think that would actually be fun. Because it's like, I remember when we got the PS4 one Christmas, and it was just like, yo. It felt like, that had to be how f- athletes feel when they win a championship. Because it was like years and years of, of devising strategies to extract what you want on Christmas Day. Because me and my brother would scheme. And we finally schemed and we were like, yo, if we put our powers and our list together to get a P4, we could get one. That makes sense. And we got one. That makes sense. If they're like, we can, we can hit both of these little fuckers with one gift? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, feel me. Even Let's if it's a little that. expensive, it's Let's like this that. is easy. This is for the greater good here. Yes, Let's we literally that. didn't put anything else. Oh, you. Oh, that was it. Literally, just it. a P4 for Christmas. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Focus. That's focus. Definitely. Right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, you're gonna get some games with it. Yeah, exactly. Because like, like two or three games. Yeah, for sure. Like, bro, that's. Are you kidding me? I remember my dad was talking that you should get it a few months down the line when there's less glitches. I was like, man, if you don't stop, it's gonna be something <laughs> else done too. Next thing you know, it's going to be next Christmas. Bitch going to be on sale. Wait, when did the P4 come out? Long time ago. We're can can the, you look that up? I'm we're trying, only I'm on the P5 now. Yeah, but the P5 took forever, notoriously, because it's so like crazy. Like Think about how many people don't have one right now that want one. I feel like the P4 came out in like 2015. Nah, way before that. Before, way before college, yeah. 2013. Oh. That was your freshman year of college, actually. Mm, yeah, my senior year of high school into the freshman year of college. Yeah? Wow. Six. It's uh, But did you have old. a PlayStation in college? Yeah, for sure. So is that the one you took? No. You bought your own? No, we had two at first, and I was just like... Oh, know. your parents bought you two? No, what are you talking about? Oh, no. Nah, like, by the time I went to school, uh, my brother copped his own. No, I'm sorry. I had an Xbox, too. I had a 360. Oh, he took that one probably? Because you came to... I remember sophomore year, you had a P4. I remember that vividly. I think by that time, no, I just left it at home because I didn't play it. It was like after freshman year, I was like, yeah, I don't need... No, actually, I only had the P4 at school one semester. Yeah. But it was like, Corel has his here. And oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Corel had his there. And it's also like, yeah. And then it's also like, I don't have time to, to like do this anymore. True. You know, because like, I just had practice all day. I'm fucking tired. I don't really want to play. Like anything really, you know? That makes sense. Alright, back to Steve Carell. <laughs> uh, he was in Crazy Stupid Love. Great movie with Ryan Gosling sure. and Emma Stone. Yeah. Uh, Evan Almighty. Oh, great movie. Fantastic. And Beautiful Boy. I've never seen that. Beautiful Boy. No, I've never seen that. He was also in Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Never seen any of those movies. <laughs> you haven't? They look so fucking stupid to me. <laughs> You like stupid shit, though. Yeah, but that looks, like, overtly stupid. Like, I can't get into stupid shit like that. <laughs> Bro, it's... <laughs> I like dry humor. I'm a big dry Do humor Do you like guy. Will Ferrell? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you can deal with Will Ferrell and Steve Carell just being ridiculous for an hour and a half, then you'll like that movie. Yeah, but, like, Will Ferrell sometimes annoys the fuck out of me well, because no, he'd he be trying like too it's hard. It's literally Will Ferrell being a fucking numbskull. But funny, it's just hilarious to me. Is he anything like Step Brothers, Will Ferrell? Mm, a little bit, but more serious. He's not like, oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Bangs head into the wall. It's like more intricate, you know? Like, okay, I might like that then. I, like I said, I like the dry humor or the intricate humor. It's not like complex humor. It's just, some. It's just uh, nah. You know what? The more we talk about this, the more I'm just like, you're not going to like the movie. Okay. You have preconceived notions about it. You just have to turn it on one day and watch it for 10 minutes. Maybe you laugh, maybe you don't. All right. All right. So he was we'll in, see what happens. Okay. He's in the Space Force. Uh, the show on Netflix, never seen that. I watched about 10 minutes of that. I was like, yeah, no, that sucks. <laughs> okay, I watched three minutes of it and turned it off. Uh, Bruce Almighty. So he's in all the Almighty's. Get he was smart. in Bruce Almighty? Oh, he was the anchor yep. in Bruce Almighty. Oh, shit. I forget that they really played Evan Almighty off that. Yes. And he just kind of like got big, moved, became a, a politician. And all that shit. I forgot about that. Yo, so he was in Despicable Me 2 and Despicable Me 3. Look at this madness. 
That's how we're watching Coming to America, by the way. That's how New York Classic. winters used to be. Like, when, that's why it's like New York winters now. It's like, this shit don't bother me. Because it's like, we get snow a few times. It was like, I remember winters where it was like, so we snow this week, snow next week, this we snow the week after that. It's never going to get picked up in time. It's going to be a mess. You in boots for a month. That coat is hard, though. <laughs> With the matching hat? That's hard. It's not It's not a coat. He has a, a uh, animal pelt over. Oh, what is that? A pelt? Yeah, you're Over right. his suit. His oversized suit for the for the cold. So, yeah. Well, for, uh, Steve Carell was in Despicable Me 3 and Despicable Me 2. So, it's safe to say Steve Carell has the ba- biggest bag. He's also in Dinner for Schmucks, which was a little too much, honestly. Date Night. Over the Hedge? Damn. Oh, yeah. He was He was hammy. He was Hammy the Squirrel. Wow. Was he? Yeah, he was in Vice. He was in The Simpsons. Oh, he was Vice. What was his name in Vice? Uh, uh, he was a dude. Rumsfeld. Yeah, Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah. He was in Knocked Up. Damn. I don't even remember that movie. How much is this man worth? I knew he did the damn thing. Hey, I, look, it's a I young. Know he was. Uh, it's a young, what's his name? Uh, Cuba Gooding. Is it? Look at that in the barber chair. Oh, wow. Look at that. It is. That's crazy. And look at this. Eddie Murphy playing half these characters in his barbershop. Correct. You know what always bugs Even me? the white man. <laughs> that was him too? Yeah, bro. Look did at not him. know yeah. that. That's amazing. How did they shoot this? Bro. If you notice that whenever all the characters talk in the barbershop, it's only like on them. It's never like... But they just showed all of them in one scene just now. Well, I mean, you can look do that. that. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. But you can scene. do that and like have like a like a uh, a stunt... Not a stunt double, but like a actor look-alike. And just put put the back to them. And you'll never know. This scene had to take forever to shoot. Yeah. Steve Crow's, but Steve Crow's worth 80 million. Think about it. You think that these actors are all like in scene and they're saying go and the car- uh, cameras are just panning? They'll literally be like... Evan, you're sitting in this chair for this scene. We're about to film all your parts, like, right now. Like, get into scene as if you're talking to them. Oh, and then they just stitch you and back just, together? Yeah. That actually makes a lot more sense than what I was thinking. Damn, yeah. that's crazy. Do you think when when Cuba Gooding Jr. got selected as a... Uh... <laughs> He's been robbed immediately upon setting foot in Queens. Do you think that uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. knew that... Uh... He would be who he is, just being an extra for that movie. Because he was like, think about it—that's history right there. One of his first ever roles, he's in Coming to America, getting a haircut by Eddie Murphy, playing five different people in a barbershop scene. Facts. Feel me? Like that's got about three and a half minutes of airtime. Yeah, that's like shit you write down in a book. Chuckled every now and again, and he was uh. That's it. He was out. And he'll be seen for thousands of years to come. Yeah, maybe not thousands. Thousands. Maybe like tens of years ago. That was traumatic. Thousands? Yeah. (laughs) These movies aren't going to be around in thousands of years. Yeah. You think they're they're watching The Office in 3020? No. No, they're living in The Office, in the metaverse. Someone, they've become Jim as a collective. Metaverse. Ooh, the bathroom's terrible even now i've seen the movie so many times that bathroom was just like fuck no this movie's great i forget that guy's name though the thing of the thing about like coming to america oh shit is that this like new york was really like on this level of grimy 40 years ago, it was really, New York was really like, like yo, like this is, the, this is a great city, but it's also very hood, and you can get robbed at any time in the city. Like, people used to avoid Times Square because really? they would get robbed. Times Square used to be like where all the like bad stuff happened. Right in the middle of Times Square? Yes, Sadiq. It was, yo, so one of my clients, his father's a uh, officer. Well, he's a man of the blue. And... <clears throat> Yeah, you should probably cut that out. Anyway, uh, anyway, someone that I know said that his memory of 
Times Square is of prostitutes, drug dealers, and cops chasing them. That's it. <laughs> there was not like all these big storefronts where it's like everyone needs, every company feels like they need something in there, you know, with big bright lights and shit. It was like, no. like They had every, action back then. It was like, I love New York sh- uh, stores and delis and shit. And they just, and the city decided, you know what? Fuck this. And just went ham. And just cleared out areas. Like, oh, shit. cleared them completely out. Just like, fuck it. Like, y'all gonna do this dirt here? We're gonna send 30 officers in this bitch right now to take all y'all to jail. Every day. Until Good. you leave. Good. Um, I can't remember where I saw it. I believe that uh, the U.S. Marshals busted over 300 people in the Gulf Coast uh, drug scheme or whatever they were doing. 351 people, 36 kilos of drugs, $4 million, which included 86 handguns. That's what they did. Six-month operation went crazy. Operation Triple Beam. God damn. Shit like that. It's good to hear they got caught. That shit just makes me scared as fuck, honestly. There's so much dirt going on every day. It's so say, crazy. Like That shit's going on like that. You didn't even know about it until they bust them. Yo, I'm saying, like, I really... Pause. Uh, I really think about, you know, half a life is just getting lucky. And that getting lucky is like not being born into violence or a violent country. Like, think about it, right? When you were a sperm swinging around your daddy's sack, you could, your daddy could have been on any continent, on any country. Imagine your dad went to war during Nam and put his seed inside of an Asian woman in Vietnam. And then he was like, war's over, gotta See go. See you later. And you were just born in Vietnam, half Guyanese, half uh, Vietnamese. In like a like a poor ass village. Yeah, like where like, or just where, a village that was just in there. Like you, when I think Nam, when you said that, I thought of a American gangster where yeah. like he goes to Nam in that village or whatever in that like desolate, not desolate, but that town that's in like down the river can't get to yes. unless you know somebody. Like who, you would you would be no 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 not the desolate town. You wouldn't be in the drug town. I'm saying like you'd be in like the main town. You know, oh. like even so, like think about it, like. The differences between being born in the United States and being born in, a, in like a country like Vietnam are huge. Like your access to resources are completely different. Correct. So I'm just saying, like we half a life is getting lucky, you know? Because imagine you were born into like your family was all drug dealers, or all were just criminals for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. How hard would it be for you to break the cycle? You know? Like yeah, I'm going to work today, and everyone just like looks at you and just like I'm about to smoke this crack. No, I, you don't have to smoke crack. They sell it. <laughs> It's a conflict of interest. Hell yeah. Shout out Eddie Murphy. Married to a beautiful white woman. Yo. Aged like fine wine. Okay. We need to talk about uh, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. And how there's nothing that we've heard about or seen. Yeah, because they're hiding it. There's a tra- There was a tracker that had 500,000 followers and it got uh, taken down by Twitter with no explanation. And now it's just speeding along. Like, I feel like we're halfway through it. Yeah, I don't Or if even, not more. I don't even know any updates. What's going on there? They've been they've been trafficking children for the last three decades. This is no, Jeff, that, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, wife or partner this is that his, they said uh, was the head of his operation in, tra- in child trafficking. I was going to say, this is his child trafficking director. Yes. And she knows. There's just pictures of her with everyone. It's just like, if you think... That you like anyone or trust anyone, you you just can't because there's pictures of her with Kanye, Elon, Oprah, Bill Gates and his wife. I mean, sorry, Steve Jobs and his wife, Trump. Like, there's no one safe. If you were somebody, you were seen with her or she was seen with you for somehow, some way. Like, this shit is crazy. Yeah, she, I remember uh, when it first came out. And they started talking about it. She said they said that uh, she had told people or told the women that she was like bringing in to um, uh, play dumb and act like they didn't see anything. And then she also like 
rehearsed with them where where to massage like Epstein. Yeah. And shit like that. Like you gotta be a cruel be a cruel fucking woman to uh coax like women. Underage. Little yeah. I'm sorry, not even women. Little girls. And she would get involved too. She liked it. She was yeah. she was all for it. You're a fucking Yeah, I just oof. Yeah. So apparently they said that the person that was sketching her, like for the court stenographer, like Gislaine looked her right back and just started sketching her. And everybody was everybody was just like, Yeah, she's a super villain. And I'm like, Yeah, that's a super villain Savage. move. Like, oh, you're you're drawing me? I'm gonna draw you now. Savage. The whole time. It's her job, woman. They're it's her job, Elaine. They're trying to put her in jail. Yo, this picture is crazy. She really was in there with the notepad on her lap. Sketching her. Oh my god. This is frightening. This is frightening. So yeah, apparently they redacted like most of the pilot logs to the island. Uh Gislaine's calling like forty witnesses, some from abroad. Fox Fox already has the slant. They're saying that some wrongfully convicted woman is saying that uh, Maxwell's trial reminds hers of her own, which makes me think you should be in jail if this is anything yeah, like. What the? Never will I. Never will they say Evan Brown's in jail for alleged child trafficking or anything like that. Never, never will that be on t- on TV. Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? If your that your trial was like that one, you should even if they're wrong, you did something wrong, you gotta go. Yeah, what type of shit? You just digging yourself your own hole. This lady's trial, who's done some of the most heinous things ever, reminds you of your trial? And is involved with everyone. Yeah, I don't know. She's a fucking... She's a cruel woman. Deserves to be in jail. (laughs) Does she deserve to get a BBL and get fucked? Nah, 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 nah. Nah, she don't deserve to get a BBL. Because she's... You had to know that she don't, uh, she don't give a fuck, right? Because it's not like she's an attractive woman. She's not. So she was already doing what she was doing without being attractive. So that already tells us that she really don't care what she looks like. She's just going to do what she got to do. And now she got a BBL. And while that doesn't make her more attractive per se, people going to look at that ass. And be like, listen, I don't have to look at her face, but her ass is fat. Honestly. Like, I want her to walk in and immediately walk in and get slapped up. Open palm. Slap. I don't even think that's worth it, bro. Listen to this. These are four people that were called to testify against her. An, expire, an aspiring musician, a young British model, a struggling middle school dropout, and a high school student. They got called to testify against her? As victims. Wow. Those are her accus- those are some of her accusers. Think about that. She read excerpts from her diary as a high school teenager. Because now she's now she's older. And the defense lawyers said her memories were reconstructed. Which, from a legal and actual standpoint, he's absolutely correct. But on a, like, person-to-person, moral, like, good human being level, he will have to pay for that in the next life. For that statement. Yeah, I never got... I never got... Like, how you could defend stuff like that. Nothing to get. It's the money. I I know, I know, but, like, what... nothing to get. It's the money. It's just a conscience for me. There's nothing. There's no conscious needed. It's the money. Conscious. This is crazy. Think like, about it. Every right. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Finish. I watched. Finish. I watched Law Abiding Citizen like a couple oh, days okay. ago. Okay. Right. And uh, I'd watched it before, but I didn't really remember it. I just like Gerard Butler and Jamie Fox. So right. I watched it again. So right? Many people do. And uh, like it was bad. Like yes. what they did to that man's family. Bad. Like in front of him, he was tied up, helpless. Ooh. Like, have you seen you seen that movie? I don't remember that part. Okay, well, the beginning part of the film, right? Literally everything happens. Like the beginning part of the film is what sets him off. Like first ten minutes, what happens? Right. 
As you don't tell me. No, nah, tell me, tell me, tell me. I'm He's in the house. Anyway. He's in the house with his daughter. They're like making bracelets or whatever. His wife is doing something in another room. Somebody knocks on the door. They're making bracelets? Yeah, they're making like bracelets. That's so adorable. So is somebody knocks on the door. He don't get it. He's this, talking with his daughter. Is this Jamie Foxx? No, this is Gerard Butler. Jamie Foxx is the uh is the uh prosecutor. Okay. Um and the people knock on the door. He don't answer because he's uh, with his daughter making bracelets. And then they knock on the door again. And his wife's like, honey, like, are you going to go get that? So he gets up to go get it. Opens the door. Immediately gets hit in the face with a baseball bat. Oh. Right? They zip tie his hands. Duct tape his mouth. And his wife obviously doesn't hear him say anything. Yeah. So she comes to the door. They knock her. She sees him. They knock her down, zip tie her hands. Uh, oh, mind you, while after they zip tie her hands and put a thing over her mouth, he like one of the the guy slowly slides a blade like under Gerard Butler's ribs. Like it looked like he was like cutting like a piece of meat. He slipped in so easy, bro. Oh my crazy. god! And then uh, they proceeded to rape his wife in front of him. Oh my god! Like right there, and then after the guy is done like doing that to his wife, his daughter standing in the doorway. And the other guy who's like watching all the everything, he's like, he's like has his mouth open. He's like, oh. And then the guy who's doing the bad shit turns to that guy, the other his accomplice, and he goes, "Don't worry, kids love me." Turns around, go picks up the daughter, and they don't show anything that happens to the daughter. But he like picks him up and he like walks away, and you can't see him anymore because the wall. But obviously, and uh, what? My whole point in what is this movie? Law Body is crazy. What? Crazy. They, they, wait, wait, wait. There's a knife in his ribs and they're raping his daughter and wife. No, not daughter. Actually, I don't know what they did to the daughter, but they raped his we wife. We know what they insinuated. They raped his wife. We, you saw that. They uh, show, you, they you, didn't, you didn't see it, but you saw the guy, like, she was wearing a skirt. You saw her, like, she, you saw him, like, pull up and rip her skirt or whatever. And, like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then the guy was like, like, what the, f his accomplice was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, stop or whatever. And he's like, uh, I forget the, the phrase they use. It was like, can't fight fate or something like that. So, yeah, that was, that was fucked up. But my whole point in bringing up that movie was one of the, uh, the guy who did all the shit, right? He got, he only got three years in prison because he put everything on the other guy who didn't do anything. He just obviously was an accomplice. That guy got sentenced to death. So that guy died. And this guy got set free after, like, three years. So the guy that did the raping got free. Yeah, after, like, three years, right? And the... Was there a reason that this happened to him? Uh, No. I think this was just one of those horrible situations. Wow. Yeah, because they were robbers. They were thieves. So they went in, did that shit, took everything, blah, 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 whatever. Um, my whole point in saying that, though... Wow. ...was that the defense the literally... Don't never tell me no shit like that again. You asked me to. The defense... Don't listen to me. <laughs> the defense Ugh. was literally, like, defending him. Like, the rapist. Like, oh, he didn't do anything, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're going to get him a deal. Only got three months out. And then it's pretty much just about uh, Gerard Butler. Uh, ten years later, just going on an absolute crime spree and uh, killing everyone. Who was Robert? involved in the case? Oh, he did. Yeah. So first, no, first, no, no. Don't go any further into oh, okay. it. I will watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I might fast forward to the first fifteen minutes. I don't know. If yeah, I, I don't know if you can see that, but it's it's that's, tough. That's it's heavy. tough. Yeah, it's a little heavy for my taste. It's tough, but uh, I like to watch movies about nonsense and sports. It's my happy zone. Uh, but Gerard Butler went crazy. Ooh, or about real life things that happened, like The Big Short. Yes, yes, that's right. That's uh, right. but yeah, the defense shit. It it it's sometimes I get it. I I'm not like stupid as to why they do it i know why they do it but it's also like that that conscience thing to me it just well, doesn't well, they don't have a conscience and they just they're morally corrupt like what what price would it would you have what would your price be for being morally corrupt gotta be like hat <sighs> i'm about to answer this question right now it's crazy answer the fucking question everyone has a price for everything so i gotta be getting paid like half a million a year so 500k a year, that's it. To be morally corrupt, nigga, that's less. That's less than the money we're talking about for that case. That lawyer's cleaning up 
multi-million dollars. All right, maybe then. She has no dirt. She has no dearth of funds. She's getting all that funneled. And don't forget that that lawyer is probably getting tips from the government and from other people because he knows everyone's fucking guilty. So everyone needs this case to go away as fast as possible. That's another thing, too. It's like, I know you did this. That man is getting money. He's getting favors. He's getting respect. He's getting fucking people saying, yo, like, when I have my case, you're going to do that one. Feel me? Like, to you, it's like, damn, like, this is morally corrupt. To To him or her or that team, it's like, I have a chance to clear... Fifty million to a hundred million dollars from the from the residuals of this case, and adding the fact that everyone that hates me is just someone on social media that I'll never meet in my life. I like I'm just thinking about myself, and halfway through the trial, I'd be asking like the uh, the uh, not the defense the the victim victims. I'd be asking them questions. And they just give me these heartfelt answers, and I turn around and be like, you fucking piece of shit. Arrest him. He did it. He did it. Arrest him. Oh, my God. You'd probably be killed for that. Honestly. That's what I'm saying. You'd be better off not taking yeah, so pro- No, I'm not even joking. You'd probably be murdered within two weeks. Lawyer that turned on Ghislaine Maxwell has been murdered in his bedroom. His balls were stuffed into his mouth. Just like Jeffrey Epstein hung himself after he said he was going to participate in out people. Huh. Same thing here, buddy. You can't fuck that up. You better defend them with all your heart. You don't got no choice after that. You made that deal with the devil. You better come through. You better put your heart and soul in that bitch or you will die. Or someone you love will die. That yeah. is not That's not for play play. That's, it's not. It's not. It's really not. That's why I'm just like, I can never do some shit like that. I can never be on the defense like that. Look, I hear you, but at the same time, if you could change your family's fortunes for the next 200 years... It'd be a heavier decision than it seems right now in front of that that microphone. Feel me? And think about it. Who's the name of the of the, of the lawyers in that trial? Who's the names of the Who, lawyers? Who's who's her lawyers? Who's her lawyer firm that's protecting her? Or I don't even know. Who is it? That's that's my fucking point. Oh, that's <laughs> my fucking point. I don't I don't care to the point that I'm not going to look it up. Like, what am I gonna do? Pimp slap them in public? It's not gonna change anything. No, I mean, and they and they know that if they meet a thousand people in the next ten years, maybe five know who they are. And at that point, you just leave with your pockets full of money, and someone will just look the other way and take care of you, which is fucked up. But it's also real. It's how this life go. Sad. It is sad. But since I, since we're on this topic, we might as well get into a question that I had. Uh, posed in one of my group chats recently, which was, is being a pedophile or pedophilia, is that a, is that a sexual preference rather than something that's illegal and should be frowned upon? Uh, why can't it be both? I, I think one would preclude the other. If it's a choice to be a pedophile and one that's recognized by, I guess, the law system and people that it's just allowed. Like you, the only thing that can be do be done is, is be shamed at that point rather than any real actions happen. Like, yeah, like, you know, it's not illegal to be gay, but there are areas where gay people tone it down. IE in the South and in the Midwest, they, they tend to uh, be rather calmer over there than they would be in Bushwick on a Saturday night. All right. Well, let me ask you this then. Oh, wow, big when people good. say, when men or women McDonald's say, sponsor us. I want a Big Mac. <laughs> when men or women say, I like younger, like men or women. Yes. Right. When they say that, is that, is that wrong? I mean, just answer. I have a whole a, slew of questions, so just answer them. Okay. Uh, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Okay. Not right. Necessarily. Do you believe that liking older or younger women or men is a kink? Yes. Okay. So now think about it like this. That is just another kink. Right? That, okay. Okay. No, I'm not done yet. Right? That's another kink. Right? Now, when you think about your kinks, don't say any of them because we don't need to know any of them. Blonde woman. Right? Oh, that's not a kink, Evan. That's a... Fat asses. That's also not a kink. <laughs> Spanish woman. 
Not a kink, Evan. These aren't kinks. These are just preferences. Middle not not kinks. You're just doing the same thing. <laughs> you're just doing the same thing. I'm manifesting. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> All right. Like, when you have a kink, right? Think about whatever kinks you got, right? Are those choices? Or are those something that you, those things you involuntarily like? Because, well, for whatever reason, you like them. I think the things I like and enjoying women have been cultivated by my environment growing up. So you're saying you had a choice? Absolutely. I still like women of other variations. That's just what I want. No, no, no. That's not a kink. Those are preferences. Oh, drop the chocolate shake. McDowell's. Blonde woman. Love Right? Blonde woman, blue-eyed, comes up to you. Right? She goes, I want you to piss on me. <laughs> oh, okay. Right? Why? You've never done that before. Never. Right? But if she says that, and let's just say she says that on a date, y'all talking about shit like that, right? And it's a non-sexual conversation. You guys just talking about shit like that. And she's like, oh, well, I would like it if you peed on me. You say whatever you got to say. It's not the, that's not the important part, right? You say no. whatever you got to say in that moment, right? No, that's but y'all get back to the bedroom. You move the mic back. Yeah. Y'all get back to the bedroom, and y'all doing whatever y'all doing, right? Not pissing. And then, just listen. In the moment, All right, just make in the way. moment, she's on her knees, and she's like, Evan, piss on me. How am I going to piss on her if like, right? I'm hard, though? And you, That's not that's how that not works. That's not the point. I'm just saying, logistically, okay. and you're it not still works. It, sense. it still works. You can still piss when you're hard. It's just harder <laughs> to piss, okay? <laughs> okay. That becomes... A kink in that moment. And yes, you didn't want to do it two hours ago when you guys were sitting at a bar having a non-sexual conversation about all that shit. But right now when you're horny, it's an involuntary, oh shit, this kink is just going to add to my horniness. Right? And that's what I think pedophilia is. Pedophilia is a kink, not an orientation. Pedophilia is a kink. That makes those people horny. Now that we've gotten past the general basis of I feel like that was an obvious thing. Like obviously they get horny when they see the Correct. Correct. But I'm but I don't think people think about it as a kink. I think people think about it like, oh, you were born a pedophile. Like you were born gay. That's why I think people think about it. And I I think think that would I think that would lend more to the sexual orientation than anything. That's but that I to be honest with you, I think that's the wrong verbiage. Pedophilia is not a sexual orientation. I mean, if they were born a pedophile, like they were born gay, then it would fall under that criteria. It wouldn't. No, Being they, gay they is about, liking of the same species. That's no, but, an orientation. But pedophilia I, is liking somebody too no, young. But the same thing is to like, give sexual you, consent. Okay, but if you were born that way, that means you have no say. Just like I was born black, I didn't negotiate with God and be like. You know what color can I pick? I was just born this way. Just Correct. Like, so you're saying if they're born that way, then it's then it's more of a sexual orientation. They can't pick. Just I like, don't think they're born that way. But all right, hold on a second. I'm just I'm getting to what you said. Okay. Okay. Just like if you were born, like if you're gay, you will not get arrested. But if you are a 30 year old man that is trying to have sex with a 14 year old, like that guy from the Pirates did, uh, the closer, uh, Alvarado. No, no, no. It was like Felipe something. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. The lefty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know who you're talking about. Felipe Vasquez or something like Vasquez, that. Vasquez, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Gone forever. Like, you why, Like you are literally the all-star closer for the Pirates. Like, why are you trying to fuck a 13-year-old? What's up with that? You know? Like, that's just confusing. So, I agree with the kink part. I'm just saying that the whole you were born a pedophile thing, I think that's... I don't think people are born gay either, so I don't think that works for me. Correct. I don't answer. think that either. I think people are made gay through their environments. Through their external stimuli. Correct. Um, but my reason in saying that is your kink with pissing on somebody, right, of age is something involuntary. Yes, in the moment it might become involuntary because you're horny and when you're horny you don't think right sometimes. But true having a having a kink doesn't always mean that it's okay to acknowledge the kink you know especially when a kink turns into having sex with somebody who's not able to give 
the who's not able to understand informed consent about sex. You know, like at, at 12, 13, like m- male and female, like you're not old enough to understand what type of energy and what type of things are going to happen when you have sex. Okay. Right? As a as a as a boy, all you think about is like I'm horny. Like I just want to touch some titties or ass. You know? Like that's what you think. But as a woman, and obviously this is me speaking from what I've seen and what I've spoken about with other women. Have you been a woman in another life? I don't think so, but it'd be nice to find out. It's definitely a deeper process for them. You know, like a man losing his virginity and a woman losing her virginity, two different things in my eyes. How? You don't think it's different? Okay, I think a man losing his virginity is not as a big deal as a woman losing her virginity. You know, women losing her women losing virginity back in the day was because it was procreation time. I'm losing my virginity for a cause. Now women are losing their virginity because we're having sex younger. We're not having sex to have kids a lot of the time anymore. But I just, to me, like it's easy to say, I get what you're saying. And where I started off with that train of thought wasn't a good place to start. But I get what you're saying. And I lost my train of thought again. Oh, boy. I had it in my hand, and I lost it. <laughs> you should just start talking. I lo- <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. This whole, this whole uh, topic is fucking up my brain right now, honestly. Where were you in your thoughts? I was just saying that kids that, yeah, that young. Oh, we're talking about the male and women. Losing virginities. Kids that young don't have don't have the mental capacity to understand what it's gonna take to say yes, I want to have sex. So I think it's more that it's not a big deal to society when a guy loses virginity because it's like he's a man. This is what he's been trying to do. For women, it's like oh, she's been deflowered, quote unquote, because most major religions want their women to be virgins when they get married, correct? Not before then. The so deflowering is. It's procreation time. Yes, that's You're doing why. it for a reason. Correct. That's why at, on like weddings and stuff, they make such a big deal at the end of it, like the honeymoon, et cetera, being sent yeah. off with flowers. It's like, you're going to be deflowered. A new chapter of both of your lives, quote unquote, is supposed to start, even though, you know, everybody be fucking before it's time. <laughs> Let's just be honest here. Correct. If there's fucking, look, if there's more than 5% of people that are waiting till marriage to have sex, I'll be big, big surprise because... It's just not a. We it's just horny. not a. It, no, we as forget a the horniness, bro. It's just not a sufficient way in this era to find sufficient partners. Like, how are you supposed to go your entire life or your entire like dating portion of your life with this one person and not understand that you have to be compatible in the most like intimate way possible to then. Give us more generations, which is the it. Nothing has ever changed about sex being like procreation time, but it's also like people have realized that sex feels good, and now we have all this birth control and condoms and like thank protection. Birth, thank God for birth control. That where it's like, oh, now we can just have sex for the pleasure of it, instead of like I have to like make sure I'm ready for a baby. You know, it's wild. People were just nutting in bitches like 30, 40 years ago, and there's no birth control. Like, what was that? I wonder People were just like, yup, did it. Oops. I want to see those abortion numbers. Dog. What? That's what I want to see. Bro, I could not imagine just being like, went to another went to another city, nutted in this girl, left. Not really sure what happened after that, but I'm not, we don't, think about it, you don't have an iPhone or anything, you know? Like, one thing I do try to stress to uh, people I teach or coach or speak to is that, like, the iPhone is the most... Probably the most revolutionary idea besides the ability to farm and plant food and raise animals. It's probably the most revolutionary tool in the history of man. I don't think the iPhone itself was. I think the iMessage was. That is 
the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. You think the iMessages, the messaging pro platform on the iPhone is the most revolutionary tool of all history. I mean, what besides being the first touchscreen phone? Yes. Right? Because touchscreen phones came out a year after that. Okay. It and is, from every, every other person besides Apple, right? What differed in the in the in the touchscreen? It phones? was the first and the best supercomputer in your pocket. And to date, it is the most powerful one. So I don't think that's, that's true. That's why. I don't think that's true. The Galaxy goes crazy. We got okay. I think the processor in the Galaxy is is crazy. I just think for some reason. But what was first, the Galaxy? Or oh, iPhone? I mean, if we're yeah, it's it's first, Re- bro. It doesn't matter. Bitcoin was first. Bitcoin's mostly revolutionary. Bitcoin's yes, mostly right. useless, but it was first. You're right. So, it's revolutionary. You know how many smartphones Apple sold in 2019 of the iPhone XR? I'm 46.3 say... million units. The runner-up to most smartphones sold in 2019 was the iPhone 11 at 37.3 million units. The runner-up was another iPhone? Yes. Like, it's the most powerful tool of all time. I we just... have a supercomputer. We can do anything. We can talk to anyone. We can figure anything out. We can find <laughs> maps. With this phone, we don't need... A car navigation system. We don't need. You remember the old Garmin's that you put up and we give you directions. Those are so crazy. You don't need that. You don't need CDs. You don't need. You don't need anything. You don't need an iPod. You don't need anything. You need nothing. This is the most important innovation. You know I can't understand. What? Why Android like can't figure out how to stop the lagging? I think it's. I think Android videos don't lag on Androids. Like, if you're watching an Android video from Instagram on your Android, it's perfect. But if it goes to iPhone, it's bad. I just don't think the two operating systems are compatible, and I think they do that on purpose. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yes. That actually makes sense. Yes. I thought about that one day because it was actually getting me annoyed. I was like, oh, wait, that that makes more sense. Yeah, because I'm just like, I feel embarrassed as fuck. Posting laggy videos. Posting laggy ass videos. I mean, so the other Android because, is going crazy. Because it's not even about like just the lag. Like the quality is bad. Yes. Bad. But Androids have amazing cameras. Like I've I've seen people do stuff on Android cameras that I'm like, what? Like this dude zoomed in on. A, he took a picture of a street sign from the top of the building and then zoomed in on it. And we could read it. Oh really? Yeah. Like that was very. Impressive. Wasn't all pixelated and shit. Nah. It's just interesting. Again, the operating systems, but. I mean, think about it. Who, primarily, the people you know, what do they have? An iPhone or Android? I don't talk to anybody who has an Android. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, bro, this is... Like, we have to be grateful we were born in this time of history that we have iPhones. Because we... Think about it. 20 years before this, cell phones was just getting small. Feel me? You didn't know where nobody was at any time. These days, you go on Instagram and find out where somebody was, who they were, what they doing. You feel me? Like 20 years ago, if you wanted to mack with a shorty that night, you called her on her house phone or on her on her flip phone, and you talked about it. You didn't have no long, drawn-out conversations. Nope. Feel me? None of that. None of that. Like, you have to be grateful. You want to mack with a bitch? There was no Hinge or no Tinder on a Razor. There was no uh, Christian Mingle. No, there was de- <laughs> there was speed dating. And singing ladies' night, facts. That's what it was. Going out to the, uh, going out to the bar on a Friday night with with the fellas. Exactly. These days, if we wanted to, we could look up the bar on Instagram locations, on Snapchat, and see who's outside, without even leaving the house. I was gonna say, yo, there be days, yo. Didn't we go to a? Uh... <laughs> I forget. Oh, it was the uh, XYXX soiree. Where we were literally like sitting here, like pre gaming, and I'm just like, I don't see any stories up yet. None. I'm just like, what's going on? Crazy. 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 And that, that is the power of this, this phone that we have today. It's just amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. It's the single most important. I don't know how we got to this, though. I'm kind of. I, that's why I slowed up because I was like, "How did we get here?" Yeah. Okay, so let's let's just backtrack all the way back to the genesis of this conversation, which that's was too much. No, I I wanted to touch on my final thoughts on pedophilia. I think that it is an 
unhealthy uh, preference or kink. And I think it's unhealthy from the and I think it's unhealthy for this reason, right? I don't particularly care what people do or do not do, but the disparity in ages and maturity between someone that would be considered a pedophile, let's say someone that's like thirty and some and like a uh, someone else that's twelve or thirteen, I think the difference in maturity and ability to make good decisions is so great at that point in life. You know, because if it was a 50-year-old with a 30-year-old, we'd all be like, damn, like, make a corny joke about it and move on. Because, you know, they're two consulting adults, consenting adults. But, you know, I can for sure tell you that 14-year-old me and 13-year-old me did not have the cognitive abilities to make a good decision then. Nope. And I could easily have been taken advantage of by an older woman with a lot of money who was willing to buy me lots of sneakers. She'd be be a pedophile. She would be. So that's kind of my point there you know yeah. if like some old lady was like i want you to come over and be my boy toy or you know do something else inappropriate have sex with me and i will buy you sneakers i'd be like this is fire um can you pick me up from school like is that possible <laughs> i don't want to train no more you know type shit you know just like a girl might say look like he buys me all the stuff i want he drives me around he like buys me my friend alcohol like sometimes i suck his dick you know he's 35 I'm 15 like it's not a big deal like I you know uh, you know what I'm saying so I think that because of that reason that it should be illegal but I don't know what the punishment should be you know because there is there's a there's a possibility that something in their you know upbringing or environment has caused them to just crave the difference in lack of maturity or to pursue you know, younger, I guess, a younger partner for whatever reasons, you know, in ancient Roman and Greek times, it was very common for older philosophers and people in in the city to mentor young people. And when they mentored them, they'd be like 12, 13, like 10, like they would mentor them on everything, like working, making food, having sex. Like it was very common for mentors to have sex with their mentees, like male and males and females and females etc you know so a lot of things were more superfluous back then you know in terms of sexual relationships and stuff like that but i think we've learned enough at this point to realize okay like maybe we don't need a 45 year old to have sex with a 12 year old so they know what sex is maybe we can just kind of let that progression happen as time goes on correct and it's also like Going back to the the mental capacity to make a decision like that, like it's not, it's it's not okay for you to, because even if, like you said, they're saying like, oh, like he buys me my friend's alcohol, like he just takes me around and buys all, buys me all these clothes and jewelry and all that stuff. It's it's. Definitely, because if you didn't do any of that, you wouldn't want to, she wouldn't want to, he wouldn't want to do anything with him or her, right? Yeah. So, essentially, he's taking advantage. She's taking advantage. She knows that at 13, 14, 15, can't afford, can't buy, can't do all this stuff, so I'm going to do it for you. And in exchange, this is what you will give me. Absolutely. And if... Like I said, even if they were okay with it, like he does all this stuff for me, right? It's not like you could end this right now and be like, eh, I don't need you. I can do all this stuff for myself. He is literally doing this for you. There's no other way you're doing all this stuff without him, without her. So no matter how you frame it, it is taking advantage of. You know, like taking advantage of doesn't mean like the other person doesn't want this stuff to happen. It could also mean they are very aware of this happening and they're okay with being taken advantage of. Correct. At the same time. <clears throat> okay. You know? So, like, it's still not, like, okay at the end of the day. And I also, also like, you t- going back to the punishment part, it doesn't have to be, like, a death sentence type of thing. It could just be, this is wrong. What type of camera was that? This is wrong. 
you can't do this. You're going to jail for 50 years, bro. Like, you can't do this. Okay. That's just, at the end of the day, that's just literally what it is. Like, you, it's just the law. You can't do it. This is one thing we are not allowing in but today's do you, society. Do you, but do you try to treat them? Like, what, what happens there? I mean, jail is definitely supposed to be, a, like, a rehabilitation but thing. But we, I think there's enough evidence in the history of this country that we use jail as free labor for companies that are willing to deal with the PR hit. And for people that are just cheap. Like, the amount of furniture and other things that are made in this country that are made by prisoners is probably a number that would shock both of us to the core. Yeah. So, I just don't know if that's the right move. Maybe a different kind of rehab. I just really... I would actually very much like to hear some discourse on this from, like, some psychologists and, like, people that have studied this. Because I think this is one of those things where it's a complicated answer with a simple answer. Right? That makes sense? Uh, no, compli- I know what you were trying to say. Complicated question with a simple answer. Because the question itself is complicated, but the solution is probably something simple. Like, the solution could literally be you treat them as if they have PTSD or some other severe thing, and you try to work them back, but until that moment, they have to stay in a facility or in a jail or something, you know? Yeah. It might have to be that... You know, it might be a 30, like, I don't know, month period where they have to study them to figure this out and, like, research and other shit that we're not going to do. But, yeah, I think that's what it would take. And it'd be a simple answer, too, because that's always that's always the answer. It's always simple. Yeah. It's always simple after you figured out, like, all the variables. Yeah, but think about it. All the great mysteries in life have been solved with, like, a simple line or sentence. Yeah, because they figured out all the variables and figured out this cancels that and that cancels that. So with the, th- it's pretty much like bottom line shit. Like this is the bottom line here. We can we can give you the answer and you can ask all these questions about how this the answer doesn't cover that this and that. But then you start talking about it and it's like no, we got here, and now instead of saying all that, we're just gonna say this because it covers everything else. Exactly. Because um, like you said, bottom line. I think bottom line shit is the best way to put it yeah it's simply like it's this because you ever hear the saying uh life is simple we make it complicated we make it hard all the time and i love it because it's literally like you live and then you die everything else in between is variable and that's where we fuck it up like you could literally just be like i'm gonna be fucking homeless and just do as many drugs as possible and so i'm done and it's just like simple life get money (laughs) buy crack (laughs) yes get more money buy more crack or maybe you divvy it up. Maybe you maybe you get some Ron, you know? Correct the mundo. Um, what I don't like, though, is, like, people who piss by, like, playgrounds and schools like that. Oh, yeah. Or, like, a registered forced, sex offender. yeah, registered sex offender. And while, they, while that not be may not be, like, pedophilia... That's bad. I think that's a little, like, excessive. You know? Like, if you're pissing at a school at 1.30 in the afternoon in broad daylight, like, pissing in front of a school or, like, at a playground or, like, somewhere where little kids are, you deserve to be fucked up. <laughs> like, you deserve to be fucked up. You deserve to be charged. You deserve to be registered as a sex offender. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, there are kids here. <laughs> we've, really, we've really been on a, uh, a punishment spree the last couple of... Because people are idiots. The last couple uh, pods, like the whole, he has to get a BBL if like you're a molester or a raper, had me like in tears, but also had me thinking like, that would low-key, would be like, yo, like, it would be a real deterrent. Like, I know so many people that scam, and they're just like, yeah, I might have to do a bid. Like, it would be a lot different, and they were like, you're going to do a bid, but you're going to get a BBL and get fucked. It'd be like, wait, 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 What? What? You know what I'm saying? They would rethink that shit. I know too many people that really have scammed for like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they're like, if I went to jail for a year, fuck it. Like, I would never touch that much money in my life. True. But, uh... Yeah, enough about pedophilia. Um, On a...
on a lighter note, the the life for minor leaguers is getting brighter and brighter each day. What are we? What are we at time wise here? I, that's why I looked at that with those crazy eyes. Check that. How do I read this thing? Just look at the bottom. Oh. Yeah, I did not. We've been talking forever. I did not realize that. I knew we have been talking forever, but I mean, do you really want to get to Endeavor now? I don't, because that's going to be another 50 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, I read some of that. I was like, what the f-? Like, I had to reread that, to be honest with you. Okay. Tango MTO? Yeah, honestly, we could just leave that. I think this is a pretty... We went pretty crazy just now. This is also a pretty crazy topic. So, um... You should have set up the webcam, so I could have been like... You look crazy right now. A billy, nigga. You look crazy right now. Do I? Yeah. Let's see what I look like. Yo, this girl, I sent her something today, and she just loved it and didn't respond. So now, she's not getting talked to. I love it, though, because it gives me a break from the conversation. You ever just be like talking for a few days and it's like, I'm not going to see you till Friday. This doesn't make any sense. I, I feel like back in the day, uh, that's how it was. I was like, yeah, see you in four days. Talk to you then. That's beautiful, though. You get I think that's how it should be. Oh, my God. What else are you going to fucking talk about if nah, we talk about everything before the date? Nah. What do we talk about? If you're on a date, just like, mm, sex. That's, I mean, like, after we've talked about everything else, isn't that the last thing to talk about? I mean, hey, now. Um, but, yeah, like Evan said, bro, we'd love to hear, we'd love to hear some uh, evidence, discourse, comments, concerns, opinions on our pedophilia rant today. I didn't say that. You said that. Okay, well, I'm saying that, though. Okay, you said that. Um, I'd love to hear some, because uh, it, uh, it is a sore subject. It is a very intricate topic. Uh, because people think you're born with it, we happen to think you're not, and uh, there's got to be some uh, there's got to be some discourse in between that could shed light on both sides, and maybe maybe convince us otherwise. Probably not, but we'd love to hear it anyway. Um, it is the holiday season, so I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. Uh, be kind, be extra kind. It's the holiday season. Uh, don't ever be racist. Not switching that up ever. Don't you goddamn do it. I'll find you. But drink some coquito, you know. Hey, well I've not had coquito yet. It's about to be Christmas. Facts. Get get a little uh, get a little coquito. You know, sip a little. Um, enjoy if you're. You get a hibosi. Uh, we do. If you uh, like I said, comments, concerns, questions about the topic today, please Booyaka. feel free. Boo yeah, 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 boo y